This is the Trevor J. Brown Show from Inherent Dream Production Company. The Trevor J. Brown Show is brought to you by In Good Hands Massage. Be sure to treat yourself to a massage and visit In Good Hands Massage in Malacca. In Good Hands specializes in all types of massage, including deep tissue, relaxation, hot stone, sports massage, and more. Book your appointment today or get your gift cards at facebook.com slash massage by Lindsay. The Trevor J. Brown Show. The Trevor J. Brown Show is meant for an adult audience. An adult audience. The Trevor J. Brown Show may contain explicit language and topics. Explicit language and topics. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show. Be a part of the show and email us at inheritdream at yahoo.com. And now, your host, you guessed it, Trevor J. Brown. It's the show, it's my show. It's the Trevor J. Brown Show. Thanks for tuning in. Join us in the conversation, facebook.com backslash the Trevor J. Brown Show. Also at facebook.com backslash inherent dream. You can email us, inherentdream at yahoo.com and our website, inherentdream.com. Thanks for listening for this week. Our show's uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, our Friday bonus content on the Spotify app. But starting next week, we will be with you Friday evenings, 10 o'clock. All the traditional places, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts. And then our bonus content will be available on Saturdays. So you'll be able to listen to some tunes. We will have our Thousand Greatest Songs playlist continuing. We'll be doing some Christmas music for you, some of our holiday favorites. We'll be doing a Minnesota music night here before the end of the year. So lots to get to, but again, starting next week, we will uh, be switching from our Tuesday, Thursday format to Friday evenings, 10 o'clock. We're Bill Marring it. So you have all weekend to listen to it. We have all week to gather content for you. We're still going to have all the same great stuff, our great guests, Stone will be joining us with his picks each and every week. We hope to uh, talk more with Tim Lingen. We got to get Isaac Jensen here back on the show as well. Well, I shouldn't say back. He was on the uh, the previous show, Another Round. But now this is the Trevor J. Brown Show. We're also uh, hopeful to get Brother Harrison and uh, Billy here in studio as well to uh, talk a variety of subjects. We always say when myself and Billy and Brother Harrison are sitting around, we have these great conversations and we, we talk about movies and music and news and, and just a variety of different subjects. And at some point I always say, this this could be a podcast. This this could be a segment on the podcast. And we've been talking about doing it for so long. We just have to get in uh, all together in, in a room at the same time, which uh, which hopefully we'll be doing here before uh, before the end of the year. So again, next Friday... Next week, Friday night, is when you'll hear the traditional podcast. We'll generally be about 45 minutes to an hour, and then our bonus content will be available on the Spotify app only, and that'll be available on Saturdays. Do you ever, I don't know if, if you believe in a higher power or God or whatever. I mean, if, if you, I believe in God, uh, that's me. If you don't, fine if you if you do awesome 
not judging you either way. Um, but do you ever feel like there's sometimes where, uh, like a higher power or God is, is showing you something and there's, there's some moral to the story. I get that a lot. And, uh, I had an instance of that over the weekend and I wanted to share it with you before we get to the moron spotlight and we have stone coming up too. just a, just a quick tidbit. We got so many great gifts uh, from from our wedding, and we got a ton of great cards with checks and and money, and we got a ton of gift cards as well. And one of the places that we were registered at was Target, so people that didn't want to buy something off the registry, they they gave us gift cards. And we ended up with like three or $400 in gift cards. So we got a lot of the stuff that, that, you know, we, we kind of, wanted already we got a new vacuum we got new pots and pans we got glasses we got a ton of different stuff so with some of these gift cards we're basically just going to target and stocking up on food you know meat and and canned goods and and different things like that which is uh which is something we like to to do and and be prepared for so which by the way saturday morning's terrible time to go to target i love target i love doing the target run but it's a terrible time because every moron is in the store walking down every aisle acting like they've never seen a target before. Yes. This is planet earth. Yes. This is the frozen vegetable aisle. Yes. You are at target. Also they're stocking everything on Saturday mornings. I'm sure they're stocking all the time, but on the two Saturday mornings I've been there, every aisle is full of crap that they have to put away. But What's nice is that on Saturdays, oh, there's a lot of checkouts open. So when I pull my cart up full of groceries, because I'm not going to do self-checkout with uh, with a cart full of groceries. I'm going to go and have actually somebody ring it up, check me out, bag it up, good to go. Cause, and that's better because if I, if I go there during the evening, I am generally more of a night shopper. But if I go there during the evening... A lot of these stores only have like one register open and then you're waiting for a long time. That's testing my patience anyway. But I go into Target on Saturday, got my gift cards, got a little bit of a list. And uh, out of the corner of my eye, I see somebody that I sort of remember from my past years and years and years ago. And it was my one of my ex-girlfriend's stepmother. Not, uh, not at a point, uh, first off, I don't even think she'd know who I was maybe, but, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be at, at a point of going up and say, Hey, how have you been? That sort of thing. Cause it's legitimately been 15 years. This was somebody that, that I dated back in, in high school. So I saw this person out of the corner of my eye and I thought, Oh my goodness. And I'm slowly turning my cart and there's like this, this display where I can see the stepmom, but I can't see around the display. And I take my cart and I go around it and there's her daughter, her stepdaughter, who I used to date back in high school. And I haven't seen this person in a very, very long time, which is fine. I I don't wish any harm upon them. I want them to be happy, but I don't want this person in my life, you know, 
And I found it interesting timing. Because at this point, last Saturday, I've been married for, for two weeks. I'm very happy. I've been happy for the last four and a half years. I have the greatest partner in the entire world that, that is so supportive. All that good stuff. But I, I sort of think out loud. You know, I'm wondering. And I'm like, what is, what is God trying to show me here? I don't know. And I didn't stick around to find out because I legitimately rolled my cart so quickly over to the produce section and the bagged salads at Target. I don't know if you've ever been to the Otsego Target, but there's it's like a 20-foot section of lettuce and salads and uh, cut-up vegetables and all of that. And I paid so close attention. I could tell you every salad that was on that shelf and every expiration date because I stood there looking at it for five minutes. And I didn't want to turn around. So I was pretending to be really, really enthused by salads for five minutes. And then I turned around and, and they were gone. I didn't see them again. And maybe that was an opportunity for me to actually say, hey, how you doing? Hope you're well. I'm well. Look, I'm married. Blah, blah, blah. But I didn't even want to go down that road. And maybe I missed out on an opportunity and maybe God shook his head and said, what are you doing? You could have, this was a really good golden opportunity for you to just be a good person. And maybe that's what they needed at that point. But I wasn't ready for that. Sometimes you're just not ready. God will put a challenge in front of you and you'll just say, yeah, no, no. But it's weird how things go about in life, how you feel like certain chapters and certain people are done and gone. And that is a chapter that is closed, for sure, in uh, in my life. But it, there'll just be a repeat, a little bit again, a little bit again, and these people pop up now and again. Sometimes they're friends, sometimes they're enemies, sometimes they are, you know, you run into them once, they're an acquaintance, what have you. It's just interesting how, how life works. But sometimes God will put something into your life and you'll take advantage of that opportunity, or maybe he was just trying to show me something that, that I haven't figured out quite yet. I guess uh, I'll uh, I'll think on that. The uh, Moron Spotlight is next, and we also have Mark Stone this evening. The Trevor J. Brown Show. Jensen Sales Plus makes buying and selling online easy. From Craigslist to Amazon, eBay to Etsy, they do it all. Check out their website for more information, jensensalesplus.com. That's jensensalesplus.com, JSP, located in Princeton and a proud supporter of the Trevor J. Brown Show. Let's get to tonight's Moron Spotlight. I have to talk about this guy, former Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs. He was driving 156 miles per hour just seconds before colliding with another vehicle. He killed one person, and uh, Ruggs has had his first court appearance. 22 years old, he was charged with a felony DUI resulting in death and felony reckless driving after crashing his Chevrolet Corvette into the back of a Toyota RAV4 uh, early on a Tuesday morning. The vehicle burst into flames, trapping a 23-year-old woman who was declared dead on the scene. The former Alabama standout wearing a neck brace and seated in a wheelchair appeared in court. Chief Deputy District Attorney Eric Bauman 
alleged that Ruggs was driving at a speed of 156 miles per hour just two seconds before the crash. According to the Las Vegas Review Journal, his speed dropped to 127 when the Corvette's airbags deployed. Bauman also said that a loaded gun was found in Ruggs' car and that his blood alcohol level was more than double the legal limit. Well, this guy will never play in the NFL again. He will be going to prison. And I I say this. You have, well, not all the money in the world, but more money than me, more money than you, than we'll probably ever see in our entire life. You get to play a children's game as as your profession. You get to play in the National Football League. You have it made. And you make a lot of money. And all these guys, whether you're LeBron James or Henry Ruggs or, uh, uh, I don't know, Ezra Cleveland for the Vikings, what I'm saying is no matter what your stature is in the league, you have some entourage. LeBron James probably has a much bigger entourage than, say, Ezra Cleveland with the Vikings. But all these guys that are professional athletes, they have their friends, they have their bros, they have their posse, and it might be 20 dudes, it might be two guys. But the minute I ink contract in the National Football League or any any league, the minute I do that, I'm hiring either one, a professional driving service to drive my ass around, or two, I'm going to hire one of my buddies and I'm going to, look, you wouldn't even have to pay him a lot of, a, a hell of a lot of money every year. Here's the pitch. Hey, dude, when I'm in town, I'm going to pay you 50 grand a year to pick my drunk ass up at, at, at uh, you know, after I'm done clubbing, if that's something I want to do. And you're going to drive me home and make sure I get home safe. You're going to be my designated driver and I'm going to pay you 50 grand a year. Well, okay. Sounds good. That's the first order of business. Or if you didn't want to hire somebody on a contract like that, uh, Uber, a Lyft. But no, instead you're going to get behind the wheel, drunk off your ass. Not only do you get drunk behind the wheel, you get drunk, you get behind the wheel, but you kill somebody. Boy, oh boy, that is just... So stupid. People that that get DUIs nowadays, I'm telling you, you got to be one dumb person with all of the resources out there for you. Just even the common man. Okay, the common man is not hiring one of their bros to drive them around. You're going to get an Uber. You're going to get a Lyft. You're going to get a taxi, whatever. Pay the money. Be safe. Henry Ruggs threw it all away threw it all away all the money in the world a great job you get to play in the national football league it's all it's all gone now also total side note and uh we obviously will know more as the case comes to a close and I don't know how things are going to side. I haven't watched a, a, a ton of the, 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 the court case. But the Kyle Rittenhouse case, can I just say one thing quick? Have you ever seen a bigger pussy in your life? And whether or not it was self-defense or not, I, I don't know. That's, that's you know, I, I, I... 
dude is a tough guy when he has his AR-15 in the streets and there's riots and chaos going on. But in the courtroom, he sobs like a little bitch with fake tears coming out. It's going to be real interesting to see what happens. I didn't, I didn't think the, uh, the fake crying was a good look for him myself. The uncontrollable, dry, heaving, sobbing. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. I didn't think it was a good look. Again, I don't know how, I don't know how they're going to, I don't know how the jury's going to come back. I don't. And, uh, we, we shall see, but end of the day, I saw that him crying on the stand and I'm like, boy, that's. And the Academy Award for uh, shitty acting goes to Kyle Rittenhouse. Stone is next. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show from Inherent Dream Production Company. It's our Thursday evening edition of the program. He's been joining us all season long. It's TNT Thursday. Mark Stone is here. Cliff Dingleberry did it uh, to you again, Stone. Trevor, first of all. I want to start off this segment by apologizing to the tens and tens of the Mark Stone fans out there for my performance this season. Because I'm going to tell you something, folks. It's been bad. When I make picks, and I've been making picks on this show, and I've been making picks in other places for about eight to nine years now. And usually... I'm in the 90 percentile. I can't remember a time when I have not been in the 90 percentile in the last six years. This year, I'm batting 75.3%. Now, people will say, well, 75% stone, that's pretty good. That's passing. Yes, but when you are considered an expert in the field, that is not passing not even close so i want to apologize to my fans i want to also say that the stone cold lock of the week is definitely being put through its misery as we missed another one this past week with the rams pick now now this is what we were talking about earlier in the season that the nfl gets wacky and it got wacky this week again so while we continue to try to reset and get our minds around this just bear with us that's all i can ask and back to mr cliff kingsbury cliff i was wrong wow i was so wrong about you buddy you are a great coach no quarterback you lose your starting running back at the beginning of the game no number one wide receiver, and you single-handedly took Kyle Shanahan, bent him over, and moved to kick the living crap out of him. Not once, but twice this season. You can't you can't sit here and make fun of Cliff Kingsbury anymore. You can't do it. Steve Kime is looking like a genius. The Arizona Cardinals are looking for real. Vance Joseph, who I never thought could ever figure out how to coach a defense again looks pretty good as a defensive coordinator i don't know what else to say other than the fact that the arizona cardinals have proved me wrong and that's all i'm gonna say about that have you been drinking tonight or what's going 
I have been drinking a little bit, but not <laughs> enough to not be coherent. Okay. No, we appreciate this is, that. This is, this is this is total honesty, <laughs> and I feel the need to say the record straight. Now, as people have probably been listening to this show, listening to the brand new Trevor J. Brown show, have realized this season that I've been wrong on many occasions. Me too. The carved in stone, the carved in stone pick has only been right once since we've rolled that out this year. But we've got a second half of the season. We are officially past the halfway point as of Monday night football. So I'm hoping for a better second half, Trevor, and I'm hoping we can get up to the kind of standards both of you and I expect on this show. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, we're going to turn the page in 30 seconds, but there is nobody outside of Jacksonville that thought the Jaguars would beat the bills. What the hell happened there? Falcons over the saints. What the hell happened? New Orleans. Come on. Denver going into Dallas and kicking 10 types of dog crap all over the Dallas Cowboys. After Cooper rush came in and beat the Minnesota Vikings, you get Dak Prescott back and you lay a turd at home. I, I will puff out my chest a little bit and say I did call it for the Vikings game last week. Yes, they did lose. I did predict Baltimore to win that game. No surprise there, but a good moral victory for the Minnesota Vikings who played them tough. They should have won that game. Minnesota Vikings fans can hang their hats on that, I guess. And uh, But uh, I'm t- I, didn't, I didn't see the, the Titans going into L.A. And, and winning that game either with 90-year-old Adrian Peterson and his walker out there. So... I, I don't know. It was a, a very crazy past couple of weeks. Let's turn the page. Let's go to week number 10. We'll start with tonight, Ravens and Dolphins. I, I This is easy. Don't overthink it. I like Baltimore. The Miami Dolphins are a dumpster fire, folks. A dumpster fire so much that I don't even like the line on this game to even bet them. I think Baltimore is going to again. They they had a scare last week, and it's a scare that wakes teams up and say, you know what? We got to make sure we play everybody up to the kind of standard that we expect of ourselves. And you can best bet they're going to do it to Miami to him possibly may be back if he's not it's jacoby Brissett under center i don't like either way for him so yes i'm going with baltimore as well in one of the better games of the weekend uh, new orleans at tennessee sunday at noon in nashville saints coming off the loss to atlanta they're going to be ticked off titans coming off an impressive win i like the titans to squeak one out at home by perhaps three disagreement here this is exactly what we're talking about a setup a big prime time win for the tennessee titans when everybody had them counted out with the loss of derrick henry and mike frabrell showing the coach that he is once again rallying the troops and punching the rams in the face for a big win everybody now says the titans are a super bowl contender folks everybody's saying they are the best in the afc well that's funny because they were also saying the same thing about the buffalo bills up to last week when jacksonville knocked them off Here's what the problem is for Tennessee. You just mentioned it beforehand. You talked about the Atlanta Falcons beating the New Orleans Saints at home, embarrassing them, I think it might be a better word. 
Well, I think the Saints bounce back this week. I think Sean Payton is a great coach who's going to coach him up. I think Tennessee's overconfident. Adrian Peterson, you are correct, still looks like he's got a walker. Not that <laughs> fast out of the backfield there. I think New Orleans wins this in a close game and gets back on track in the playoff picture where, again, Tennessee, tell them, Denny Green, we are who we thought they were. Detroit and Pittsburgh Sunday from Pittsburgh. Look, I'm not saying that this team's going to come out of the AFC, but you mentioned the Titans, the flaws they have. Buffalo has been up and down. Kansas City, at this point, we're coming into Week 10 stone. These teams are who they are. The, the Chiefs are going to be uh, a team with a very poor defense all year. Nothing's nothing's really going to change there a whole lot. We've seen Cincinnati. They started off hot. They've kind of come back down to earth. The Browns are the Browns. The Patriots, they're going to be around 500. Maybe this opens up the door for a, a team like Pittsburgh to sort of make some noise come playoff time. Now they have to make the playoffs. And we've been critical of Big Ben. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve some some critique, but you know how it comes down to football in January when it's 10 degrees out and the wind is whipping. Big Ben's not going to have to make those big throws down the field. If you have a solid running game and a solid defense, that's January playoff football. And to me, if Pittsburgh can get there with that experience, I don't know if I'd want to play Pittsburgh in the playoffs. I'm not saying that they're going to be favored against Kansas City or Baltimore, or any of those teams. But Pittsburgh has the pedigree, and they've been playing very well of late. I like them to win this game Sunday against Detroit. <sighs> this was close to being the stone-cold lock of the week, except for there's something I just don't like coming off of, coming into this game. Actually, there's two things. Number one, Pittsburgh barely won on Monday Night Football against the Chicago Bears. So again, it's a short week, and you're talking Pittsburgh being at home here, having the Lions, who are winless folks, coming off a bye into Pittsburgh. And you mentioned Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm sorry, but the but the uh, Cleveland Indians or whatever they're called now, the Crusaders, is that their name? The Guardians. The, the Guardians, that's it. Their groundskeeping crew called me up and said Ben Roethlisberger's still shitty, which he is <laughs> if you watched in that game on Monday. So even though I'm going to be with you and pick Pittsburgh to win this game, I have no confidence that they're going to cover the eight, eight and a half or seven and a half points that it ends up being at. And I could see Detroit pulling off the upset here for their first win of the season. I'm just going to call it right now. If Pittsburgh wins, it's close. TNT Thursday, Mark Stone here. Buffalo and the New York Jets. Uh, the Bills better hope they bounce back in this game because uh, – I don't know. I That locker room better be a little pissed off after that loss in Jacksonville. I like Buffalo. Yeah, Josh Johnson, Mike White, Joe Flacco, I don't really give a shit who's, <laughs> who's starting at quarterback for the Jets. The Bills are going to be pissed off after what happened last week, and you can best believe Sean McDermott's got a curb stomping coming for the Jets. Lock it in with the Buffalo Bills. It's not Stone Cold Lock of the Week, though. Uh, Urban Meyer celebrated the victory with, uh, I'm sure, a, a couple trips to Ohio. And he'll be close. They're going to Indy this week. I think he's going to be distracted. I like Indy at home. 
Yeah, I'm in agreement. They're coming off a huge upset victory. Urban's parting it up here, and he forgets <laughs> it does not matter. You, you just knocked off Alabama. <laughs> Great. Now you got Georgia the week after. Yeah. Here. So Indianapolis is going to beat the living crap out of them at home. Indianapolis is pissed after after their loss still from Tennessee two weeks ago. So, yes, give me the Colts at home for this game over the Jags. Might be a little gutsy. I mean, they're going to be favored in this game. But here's my lock of the week. I'm taking Tampa off the bye. I think they're going to come in refreshed. Tom Brady's having an MVP-type season. You get that defense uh, another week rest. I, Washington, I mean, they're okay, but I like Tampa to come in and not not necessarily blow them out, but I think they'll win handily here. Yeah, I'm in agreement. Washington is bad, real bad. And you had Tampa last year when they came off the ball. They never won. They never lost another game after that. So. I'm going to agree with you. I like your pick here, but it's not Stone Cold Lock of the Week, but I do think Tampa rolls. Browns and Patriots Sunday noon from Foxborough. Patriots have had a couple uh, a couple nice victories here in a row, but I think they kind of come back down to earth this week. I don't know. It sounds like Nick Chubb will be out. I don't know if that necessarily uh, will affect the total outcome of the game. I think it's close, but I think Cleveland wins. Wow, you're picking Cleveland against your Patriots in this one. I am. Wow, interesting. Well, you know, last week I bucked the system and I went with Cleveland in that game, even with all the crazy Odell circus going on and Baker and everything else. And I said they were going to beat the Cincinnati Bengals, and I was right. Yeah. However, coming back home, coming on the road now against Belichick post all that sorry folks carve it in stone for Ooh. this week you take the one and a half on new england baby and lock it in and you're gonna bet down and get the carved in stone bet of the week is gonna be on a comeback and i'm going with your patch baby i like what i see from belichick and company Cleveland, all they know how to do is run their mouths. I think Stefanski's a good coach, but I don't think he can rein it in enough. You already you already mentioned it. Nick Chubb may miss this game being on the pro COVID protocol. And if he does, I do not like what Dearness Johnson's gonna be able to do against this Patriots defense. I think New England covers. I think they win by a field goal, and that's enough to get the one point five. So take it and carve it in stone, and I'm picking the Patriots to win. Falcons and Cowboys, noon from Big D. Cowboys bounce back. I'll take the boys. Oh, you went right from the carved in stone to the stone cold rock of the week. The boys were embarrassed last week against Denver. They come back. They they stay at home. Bring the Falcons in who are coming off a big upset. <laughs> not so fast, my friend. It's not going to happen two weeks in a row. The boys get it all together. Dax Rust is finally off, and they smoke the Falcons to move to 7-2. and two. Another potential lock of the week here. I'm taking Arizona at home. I don't care if it's Murray. I don't care if it's Colton McCoy. I don't care if it's me or you out there, Stone. I think Arizona wins. Sam Darnold is trash. He's washed. Call him whatever he is, the Panthers. I like I like their coach. I like I like some of the things that they're doing, but they, they need a quarterback in there. Sam Darnold is not it. Give me Arizona. Well, Sam Darnold's out with a broken shoulder, so he's done. Dunzo. <laughs> and we move we move over to PJ Fleck. Oops, PJ Walker. Sorry. <laughs> Jimmy Walker. Whatever. <laughs> it does not matter who 
probably starting for the Carolina Panthers because their whole offense is garbage. I like Joe Brady as a coach, but this guy they already tried to put in with the same breath as Sean McVay and as freaking Matt LaFleur and as Kyle Shanahan. Wait a minute. That, he can't be mentioned with those two guys anymore. Let's scratch that. Anyways, Joe Brady is not those guys, and Carolina's offense is trash. Arizona, it doesn't matter who starts at quarterback for them. It can be Colt McCoy. It might be Kyler Murray be back. It doesn't matter. It could be be the Rockets playing (laughs) wide receiver for Pete's sakes. Cliff Kingsbury, all he knows how to do is win, and they're going to win this game at home. I love it. Vikings and Chargers, there's – there's just a side of me stone where I, in my mind, I, I take LA every time, but there's a side of me where I feel like the Vikings come to play and they go to LA and they get the victory. I, I don't know what, what you tell me what you like first. Well, let's tee up Lizzo with the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm picking the Minnesota Vikings for this week. That was an embarrassing loss. Zimmer got way too conservative. That's the second week in a row we've seen Zimball, Zimball go upside down. In overtime on the road against Baltimore, you got to go for that. At home against backup Cooper Rush, you got to go for it. Get aggressive. Open it up. Put your boot up, Clint. Kubiak's ass and open up this offense, damn it. Make it happen. And finally, they're getting a gift as the Los Angeles Chargers allow everybody to run all over them. I don't care if it's Dalvin Cook. I don't care if it's Alexander Madison. The Vikings are going to run it down their throats and run it to victory here in another upset as we still have the same problem with Brandon Stokely at head coach as he's still trying to find his way through the NFL in his first year. I think he's really good, but he's still going through the growing pains here, and that's where you're going to see Minnesota be able to pick up one here. Yeah, I just feel like the Chargers are the better team or like on paper, but the Vikings match up with them very well. So I agree with you. I'm going to take Minnesota in a close one. Seahawks-Packers Sunday at Lambeau. Uh, at the time of recording this, we don't know if Rodgers will be playing. Uh, if Jordan Love starts, I'm taking Seattle because Jordan Love has shown me nothing in his NFL career. Uh, but uh, you know what? Seattle's not a very good football team either. So I, even if Love starts, I think the Packers have a chance. If Rodgers plays, Packers win. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume Rodgers plays, and I'm going to say the Packers win agreement here if Rodgers plays Packers are going to win this game if Rodgers does not play Russell Wilson will be back give it to Seattle because they're on life support here and they need to get back into the playoff picture and I think Russell will will their way to win and and you hit on the head Jordan loves just not that good at football so that's what it is I think me and you are both on this where Aaron Rodgers plays folks locking the Packers if he does not, because he's still held out with COVID protocols, which we will not find out until Saturday, then give it to the Seattle Seahawks on this one. Eagles and Broncos on Sunday. Holy smoke, Stone. The Broncos coming off this emotional big victory at at uh, in Dallas. Can they follow it up with a victory over the Eagles? I think they can. Give me Denver. Wow. 
You're going with the Denver Broncos. <laughs> I'm in disagreement here. I think Nick Sirianni has found the 2017 NFL All-Stars with Jordan Howard <laughs> at, <laughs> at running back here, and they're going to continue running him. I'm surprised they didn't re-sign Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> they're getting all this love here in Philly. Bottom line is, I think they find a way to win here. I think Denver is kind of overconfident with the win over Dallas. I think they caught him off guard. I don't think they're going to catch Philly off guard. This is a wounded animal. <laughs> they're dangerous on the road at Mile High. I'm going to go with Philly in this one, but I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be close. Sunday night football, Chiefs and Raiders. Is this the game where Patrick Mahomes finally has a a big game for, for the sake of my fantasy football team. I sure do hope it is, but uh, I, I, I'm going to take the chiefs. I don't love it, but I, I think they're the better football team. Yeah. I think the chiefs are a better football team right now. I'm picking them as well, even though I don't like it. I think this game's going to be ugly, yeah. just like the Packers-Chiefs game was. And, and I think somehow the Chiefs will will their way to win. I mean, the Rivers this last week pretty much laid an egg in their game um, against the Giants, who knocked them off. So, yeah, I, I, I just think I just think there's a possibility here. The Raiders just aren't that good at five and three. I think they had a rah rah moment when when uh, Gruden left the team, but I think that's all gone now. And I think Eddie Reed's a better coach. I think they've got more talent. I don't care that it's being played in the uh, Roomba on <laughs> Sunday night. Uh, I just, I just think the Chiefs are going to find a way to win here, and, and they got to. They got to be able to stay the, to, to keep pace in the NFC West. They lose this game, they may not make the playoffs. Rams and 49ers. I, oh, I'm taking God. the Rams. I mean, I, I your 49ers team. I just, I, I feel like you have no offense. Like, am I wrong on that? Oh my God, oh Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it was it was so bad uh, on, on on Sunday against Arizona. Uh, like I mentioned, Cliff Kingsbury totally outcoached Kyle Shanahan both sides of the ball. It was not funny. Um, so much expectations for this team, and again for years, everybody's talked about how much of a genius, myself included, on this show about Kyle Shanahan, that he is the offensive equivalent of Bill Belichick. Well, Kyle's got to show it. Kyle's, I, I thought he finally got out of the fog in the second half of the Chicago game. I was wrong. Um, he had an opportunity against a backup quarterback in the Arizona game. I was wrong. There comes to be a point where you just can't make excuses anymore, and that's where San Francisco's at. And you say they don't got offense. This is a team that should have offense. Mm-hmm. These are guys who have who have always taken run-of-the-mill running backs and been able to run the football. He's not doing that. They've taken they've got great receivers in Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and now George Kittle's back. I mean, we saw George Kittle freaking slice and dice up the Cardinals defense last week, but he was the only one. It, it, I can't I can't under any good conscience pick san francisco for anything anymore and of course i bet him last week too and that blew up in my face as well i just i I cannot you you've got to show me and it's not just one week kyle not just one 
It's got to be multiple. You got to stop with the turnovers constantly negative nine on the season that's a losing team and that's been something throughout his whole tenure here for five years other than the one year when they went to the super bowl that's when they had a push year in turnovers every other year negative kyle you gotta hold on to the ball you gotta protect the ball if you run the football and you play defense the third thing to a winning team is no turnovers and to get turnovers well, it doesn't matter if you get turnovers if you constantly are turning over the ball. So, yes, I'm in agreement with you. Rams win this game. San Francisco's got to show me, and they got to show me consistently, not just one week either. I will not be duped. I will not be duped. The only, the only thing that I'll say is it's it's almost, I mean, it's a must win for them. Unless they come out and they are just, you know, it's like a playoff game for them. But I just, I, I, I'm totally with you. I totally agree with you. I just I, they have to put it together for multiple weeks, and they just haven't been able they haven't been able to do that yet. And plus, it doesn't help that the Rams got kicked around at home. I mean, if the if the, on, on night yeah, if the Rams if the Rams were coming off a win, I could say okay, well, this could be a discussion. But now you're getting a ticked off Rams team. They're not gonna they're gonna come into San Francisco and they're gonna want to lay it down. Divisional game. They're going to want that defense playing well. Stafford is is going to want to get it going. He didn't have a good game um, on on Sunday night, so I, I think the Rams come out and 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 roll. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by twenty points, but I could see them winning by ten points this game for sure. Stone, we appreciate it, and uh, again, we want to let all our listeners know that starting next week, you'll be able to hear Stone and the pick segment and all of our other segments as we are moving exclusively to Friday nights. The show will be Friday nights. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and then our bonus content will be available on Saturdays on uh, on the Spotify app only. But Stone, appreciate your time. Enjoy the games this weekend, my friend. You too, Trevor, as we say goodbye to TNT Thursday. But I'm looking forward to our free-for-all Fridays, baby. It's going to be awesome. Looking forward to it. He's Mark Stone. I'm Trevor Brown. Thanks for listening. This has been the Trevor J. Brown Show. The opinions expressed on this show do not express the views of staff, management, or sponsors of Inherent Dream Production Company or streaming services where the show may be heard. The Trevor J. Brown Show is produced by Inherent Dream Production Company.